Hello, Texas Values subscribers and supporters. My name is Mary Elizabeth Castle, and I'm the Director of Government Relations for Texas Values, here to bring you all of the updates on what we're doing for faith, family, and freedom in the state of Texas, and elections, local, state level, and of course, the national elections that you'll hear about later in November. But we have a very special guest today who will talk more about how you can learn uh, more information, how to get involved, and how you can get that information from your church, which some of you may not be aware of. But we hope that you're listening uh, in on our podcast, checking our Facebook page, social media, and our website for all of the things that we're involved in. We've been very busy, even though it's a non-session year. So please check out our updates for that. And we have a very special guest, Deacon Ron Kelly from Prestonwood Baptist Church. Uh, Mr. Kelly, if we can just get a quick sound check uh, from you uh, for our Facebook Live. And if you're listening, you know, give a thumbs up in the comments if you can hear. Mary Elizabeth, I'm really blessed to be with you here this morning. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Mr. Kelly. And thank you so much for your patience and being on this show today. All right. Well, Mr. Kelly is the executive director at Prestonwood Baptist Church in Plano, Texas, and he does many things there. We were talking earlier about all of the activities he's involved with. But one special activity that he's involved with every year that he leads uh, at Preston Word Baptist Church is the nonpartisan candidate forum for the community where candidates for elected office can come and have tables and give presentations to a group of Texans. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. We're so happy to have you. Um, and to start off, Mr. Kelly, can you tell our viewers more about Preston Wood Baptist Church and your role there? Yeah, well, Prestonwood Baptist Church, located in Plano, Texas. We have a second campus to the north of us uh, in Prosper, Texas. That campus is, is really growing. And our pastor, pa uh, Dr. Jack Graham, uh, Pastor Graham loves the local church. He, uh, there's nothing more important to him than people coming to know the Lord. But he also is a patriot. He loves our country. And uh, so he's uh, been a great leader in everything that we've been doing in the area of our cultural impact team, which I'll share more with you. All right. Yes. Um, yeah. And you were talking earlier about so many things that your church does that, you know, for the community um, and being, you know, that beacon on the hill and providing those resources for a good biblical life, but just practical life as well. And so your church, like I said, you know, if you're in the Plano area, lurking for a place to worship, um, then Prestonwood is definitely the place to check out. Um, very great place. And we've enjoyed that relationship between Prestonwood and Texas Values over the years. Um, so these candidate forums, you know, what, you know, triggered the decision or what, why did Prestonwood decide to start having these candidate forums at your church? Yeah, back in 2015, Tony Perkins, uh, had a conference for pastors here at Prestonwood. And Tony Perkins had shared about how evangelicals were not engaged in voting, in the culture, and he really challenged the pastors in the room to do something about it. So under the vision and leadership of Pastor Graham, uh, we started what's called a cultural impact team. And we believe that it all starts with voting, being an active voter, uh, we believe voting is an act of stewardship. As a matter of fact, uh, we just finished uh, a voter registration drive as we get ready for the primary election here in Texas. We also were about to start what we call get out the vote. 
And we developed this vote card. I'll, I'll hold it up here. And it gives the dates, the election dates. And then on the back side here, we have the links to all the local county uh, election offices. And you ought to go on there and pull off your sample ballot. And uh, you can find the locations to vote, uh, the times. And we also promote the Texas Values Voters Guide. We have a link for that uh, on this card. And then lastly, we really encourage our people to vote their values. Um, so it, it all starts with that. But we had the idea to have a candidate forum. And there's a lot of great candidate forums that are going on in our area. But we wanted to host a faith-based candidate forum. And why do we call it a faith-based candidate forum? Uh, because the very first question that we ask every uh, candidate is to share their journey of faith. And then we're targeting our questions towards issues uh, that are very important to us, like the sanctity of life. And a new issue, Mary Elizabeth, that's popped up in our state, which we think is very important, is the gambling issue. Uh, we do not think this is a good thing uh, for Texas uh, families and individuals. So anyways, the good news is uh, these candidate forums, we partner with Texas Values and Jonathan, uh, Jonathan Sines uh, is uh, one of our great MCs. And uh, so we're really excited to do it again. Matter of fact, the date uh, uh, this year for our forum is October 15th. That's good. Yeah. Mark that on your calendar, October 15th, to attend this great candidate forum. I don't know if Jonathan's MC, you might be there for quite a while, but it's a very <laughs> great event to attend if you have the opportunity. If you're in Plano or anywhere else in Texas, then it'll be a great event to attend. And I really appreciate how at this candidate forum, you talk about issues related to the church and you know people's faith, um, because a lot of times candidates, they can go on the road um, they can have their commercials and these different other maybe political meetings and really kind of mask, you know, what they really think about when it comes to the sanctity of life or religious liberty. So I really appreciate that, you know, at your church, since you're a church, it's like, let's get these candidates to talk about the issues we care about and that are core to our faith. Um, so I really appreciate that you do that. And you mentioned the issue of gambling, too, which you know, maybe for some time, we didn't think it would ever come to our state or, you know, we had that secured because it was so um, ingrained in the culture, you know, the detriments of having that in our society. But we've been seeing a lot of investors and business people um, trying to bring that into our state and maybe even some elected officials, too. So, you know, that's an issue we will have to watch in the future. Um, just getting a quick check on technology. Are we good? I, it seems like we froze. We're still good. Okay, perfect. All right. But yeah, that's definitely something we'll have to watch for next session and even in the interim. Um, so really appreciate that you're bringing that to people's attention and asking candidates about that issue and uh, putting them not so much in the hot seat, but just in a conversation with the people about those issues. Now, let's say you live in Plano, maybe you're not a member of Preston Wood, or you live in the Dallas area and you've never been to one of these candidate forums. Uh, what can you expect when you walk in the door? Yeah, um, so we begin the evening with a candidate reception. So we give every candidate a booth or a table uh, where they can bring all of their yard signs, their push cards, 
all of their campaign collateral. But this is a great opportunity for voters, for citizens, to be able to have a face-to-face -face conversation with these candidates. We also do something pretty neat. Jonathan uh, goes around, because this is all live streamed, and interviews uh, particular candidates. So all of that is carried online. But but I really like how we, we give the opportunity for voters to come and shake the hands of these candidates and have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with them. And then we move down to our uh, the room where we have this. By the way, we had 65 candidates attend our last forum. Uh, that ranged from congressional races uh, all the way down to local judge races here. And uh, so, and we go from the top of the ballot and we go right through the ballot. And uh, and again, as I said, we, we the first question we ask everyone, because we want the people to hear directly from them. The first question is share your journey of faith. Yeah, that's very good. Yeah. Oh, wow. Sounds like a very great event to attend. Um, you know, even if you're in Central Texas, I think you would be jealous that they have such a great event like this up in uh, North Texas. But, you know, I think this is very important to have for people and to have those conversations and one-on-one -on -one interaction too, because sometimes, you know, as an average citizen, you don't get to have that average, um, you know, that typical one-on-one -on -one, um, interaction. Um, I'm just going to ask a few more questions because we have to get to the pop quiz that I promised I'd give you. Um, so just very quickly, um, you know, why do you think it's important for churches to address the importance of being aware of what's going on in the community? Yeah, you know, I think for so long, uh, Christians have bought into the lie of separation of church and state. The fact of the matter is we cannot find that in the Constitution. And Mary Elizabeth, as you well know, it came from a letter that Thomas Jefferson had wrote to some Baptists, and uh, we're Baptists, we're Southern Baptists, so see, this causing problems back then. And, <laughs> and, uh, but that letter was totally misinterpreted, and we have every right. Our country was founded on biblical principles, and we as believers have every right to speak into the culture. Again, where so many, the opposition wants us to remain in the corner and remain silent and uh, nothing to be further from the truth. So um, so we think it's very important to, to um, that our voice, our voice be heard and that our values are supported. Wow, that's very good. That was a really good response. So Ashley, I hope that was actually playing on the Facebook Live that time because people need to hear that, you know, this whole separation of church and state concept has caused so many problems just because people took something that was said um, in a way different context than jo Thomas Jefferson was actually saying it and then have used it to basically uh, silence the church in a way. So, so happy that um, you're portraying that and you're explaining that to your church. So last question before our quiz, um, you know, as the number of parishioners in the modern day church decrease and the availability of resources online increase, you know, where do you see the church's role in providing political information and resources? Yeah, I, I think we have a responsibility to first off, encourage our people uh, to, to get engaged. 
you know, as a Christian, we're a citizen of the United States, and I believe that is a great blessing. Despite all of our problems and our issues, uh, I believe this is still the greatest nation on the face of the earth. But for the believer, we are also uh, citizens of God's kingdom. And and not to use this pun, but uh, that trumps being a citizen of this country, meaning that um, if our government passes any law that goes against the moral uh, beliefs that we find in God's word, again, we have every right as citizens to stand up and uh, and to make that um, make a difference. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think that's very encouraging to hear from you. You know, a lot of people, you know, worry about the influence of the church, but, you know, like you said, we have to be representative of those values everywhere we go. Okay, so now pop quiz time and just a, I guess, disclaimer, you know, Mr. Kelly's a very intelligent man. And so regardless of whatever score he gets on this, you should still attend the candidate forum (laughs) and check out Prestonwood Baptist Church, but I'm sure he's going to get all of these questions right. So question number one, can churches endorse or oppose a particular candidate? No, they cannot. All right. That's correct. Yeah, that is correct. So churches cannot endorse a particular candidate. So can churches register their members as voters? Absolutely. Yeah. Again, as I shared, we just finished a voter registration drive here at the church. And we'll do it again in the fall, getting ready for the general election. Yeah, that's correct. And, you know, extra credit that you're actually doing this too. (laughs) So if you're a church and you're worried about, oh, can I register voters? Yes, you can. Um, And definitely, you know, reach out to Mr. Kelly and see, you know, how he does that and tips on how to do that. Now, can churches pass out nonpartisan voter guides? Absolutely, they can. Yes. Yes, Yes, that is correct. And by the way, like Mr. Kelly mentioned, there is a nonpartisan voter guide called the iVoter Guide that Texas Values partners with. So that's one you can check out and you'll probably even find at this candidate forum. Um, Last question, can churches contribute to or use church resources for one candidate over another? No, they can't do that. No, that's correct. They they cannot do that. Um, We'll go ahead and do a couple more since we have a little more time. So can churches invite all candidates in a race to speak? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And that's exactly what the, you know, Preston Witt Candidate Forum is all about, too. Um, So churches can do that. And lastly, can churches speak directly about specific issues and legislation, including on abortion, marriage, family issues? Yes, and and as they should. Yes, yes, definitely, and as they should. And, you know, many people are bold about that. And churches, you know, uh, who are a little shy about that, take comfort that you can do that um, from the law, but you should definitely be encouraged to do that. Well, you made a 100 on the quiz, as I knew you would. Um, <laughs> that being said, you know, definitely, uh, you know, become educated about these issues and about, Um, what churches can and cannot do in regards to elections. And you can find out more information and get a 100 like Mr. Kelly by going to txvalues.org and downloading this handout, Churches in Elections, What is the Law? Um, So you can 
be educated on what you can and cannot do because unfortunately, and Mr. Kelly knows this, that some people will try to intimidate churches and tell them that they can't do things that they actually can do. So it's very good to have that resource available. Again, it's on txvalues.org. Well, Mr. Kelly, thank you so much for coming on our show today and sharing so much about all the things you do at Prestonwood, but especially the candidate forum and, you know, getting people ready and prepped for voting their values um, at the ballot box. So thank you so much for coming on today. Mary Elizabeth, I've been blessed to be with you and I'll look forward to seeing you here in the near future. God bless you, my friend. Absolutely, sir. God bless. Bye now. All right. Well, we have a few minutes left on the show. I hope you enjoyed that segment with Mr. Kelly. Um, if you want to learn more about that candidate forum, we'll actually have information on our Facebook page about when that occurs and how you can get involved. Again, if you want to know more about what churches can and cannot do in regards to elections, we do have that handout that I held up earlier on our website at txvalues.org. So please uh, check that information out. Please be aware, and we mentioned this date a few times earlier, um, the primary early voting starts February 20th. So please mark your calendar, especially if you're a person who um, engages in early voting, February 20th. And remember that the March primaries are March 5th. You know, that'll be around the corner, so you don't want to miss those dates. So please mark your calendar. Um, that being said, Texas Values Action has been releasing rolling endorsements. So you can go to txvaluesaction.org to find our endorsements. And I mentioned this to someone earlier on the phone that if you want to know minute-by-minute minute endorsements um, instead of waiting for an email, because we do email out our endorsements as well, you know, subscribe to our Facebook and subscribe to our X, formerly known as Twitter, um, because then you'll get minute by minute endorsements and you'll see, OK, today that endorsement did come out for this person. Um, and so you can get more up to date information if you're checking on social media. But for a full list, you can always go to our website and be sure you're subscribed to our emails because we'll be sending out emails about specific endorsements and updates on our full endorsement list. Again, if you're a candidate um, who is ever in the future uh, wanting an endorsement from Texas Values, uh, please visit txvaluesaction.org as well because that's how you can find our candidate questionnaire and other information about seeking an endorsement. Well, I have good news. So mark your calendars for another date. So the elections are uh, something you really want to focus on now. But in the future, you want to mark your calendar for September 13th and 14th, because that'll be our annual uh, Faith, Family, and Freedom Forum at Great Hills Baptist Church. And we're so excited uh, to always have this event. Many of you have given us positive feedback about the speakers, the information, um, even the networking that you're able to engage in. Uh, we've had even famous speak uh, singers in the past at this event as well. But if you want to go ahead and mark your calendar for those dates, I guarantee you'll enjoy this event and learn so much um, and have the opportunity to actually interact with some of the speakers and elected officials that come. Sometimes you go to conferences and you can't do that, but you can actually interact with them. So please mark your calendars for those two dates um, and visit txvalues.org for more information. Now, there's a lot going on um, in the education world, especially at the federal level. And you may have been aware of some of our 
uh, information and education on what's happening with Title IX. Uh, so there is breaking news um, over the weekend. I believe an article was published yesterday by former Secretary of Education Betsy DeVos, who wrote an article about the new Title IX rule being on its way to the White House for approval. So we know that it is public information now that the Biden administration is wanting to move forward with the rewrite of Title IX and trying to have it approved by March, uh, even though we were able to successfully delay that implementation. And just for a recap to explain uh, what's going on there, the Biden administration is trying to rewrite Title IX to include sexual orientation and gender identity. And that would basically ensure special protections and privileges uh, for people who identify, especially if it's a man identifying as a woman. So Title IX historically has said that there have been you know, instances where you can have sex-separated spaces, sex-separated sports. Um, with this new rewrite, all of that would go away. Um, so you would have uh, the ability for privacy to be invaded um, and the issue of sports. However, the Biden administration, in response to a lot of critique and trying to, I guess, straddle the fence on that issue, wrote a different rule in relation to men and women's sports. But that being said, the rule with the exclusion of the sports issue is still a terrible rule because even within this new Title IX rule, they try to redefine the word parent um, to the point that, you know, maybe a teacher who's trying to enforce gender identity can be a guardian. In some situations, it even redefines pregnancy uh, to where it would give, you know, um, resources or access to abortion. Uh, so this Title IX rewrite, like we've said um, in our educational videos, is very bad news for public schools and colleges um, in our country. So we will be continuing our efforts to educate people about that and uh, making sure our state uh, has the right legal protections uh, to protect women's sports, women's spaces, um, and protect parental rights as well. Um, like I said, you know, if you want to know more about the elections, please visit our action website. That's where you can find more. Um, but thank you so much for joining us on our TX Values webcast today. We really appreciate all of your support. Um, and please make sure that if you like this, um, that you actually hit the like button and that you repost it um, on Facebook. Uh, if you have any other medium for sharing this on social media, please share it as well. I think we had an excellent uh, podcast today where we talked about a lot of issues that affect so many people. So please be sure to share it. But until next time, this has been Mary Elizabeth Castle, Director of Government, Government Relations for Texas Values. Thank you so much for listening and watching today.